check, check, check. Microphone check, check, check. Microphone check, check, check. Check, check on the microphone. Welcome to the Sunday Candy Radio Podcast. I am your host, Johnny Crawford. And once again, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Like I said, this is the Sunday Candy Radio Podcast. This is a full episode that comes out every Sunday and every Wednesday. We have a what I call a digital short that comes out. It's about a 10 to 15 minute mini episode about the same content, but bite size, a nice little midweek refresher. So right off the bat, this week, I want to talk to you about something that's it's near and dear to my it, everything's near and dear to my heart is <laughs> turning out. But, um, you know, why talk about anything that isn't? But it's something that's been pressing on my mind, and it, it's it came from analyzing why I was getting irritated with what I saw as entitlement, or what I saw as negligence, or what I saw as just rude behavior. And this is just going through, you know, just going through town, walking through town, driving through town. And I realized that my issue with that behavior of basically um, a disregard for for how how you may affect the people around you, whether it's walking into a crosswalk with your head down as as a person's driving, you, you know you you gotta keep your head on a swivel, people. <laughs> but I realized I wasn't getting upset at the the these small interactions. I realized that. What was upsetting me is that when I saw a lack of awareness, a lack of self-awareness, I saw a lack of an acceptance of adult responsibility. Because at a certain point, you have to take on real responsibility. And that, and that really, that, that takes into account not only your own well-being, but the well-being of the people that are around you. And to grow a little bit more on that, it's not optional. If you as an adult decide, I don't want to pay rent, well, not only are you hurting the landlord who's not getting the money to pay the property taxes and the mortgage on the apartment, but you're hurting yourself and you're rejecting an adult responsibility. These things are not optional. If you teach a kid to look both ways before, you, before they walk into the street, then how are you, as a 30-year-old person, going to walk into the street without looking both ways? It may seem, it may seem so ridiculous that, that, uh, that it can mean so much more than just not paying attention. 
it really it means that through all of life these these lessons that have been that have been bestowed upon you in the way of heartache in the way of trials in the way of in the way of losing jobs and losing loved ones all these valuable lessons of of that life has given you that if you walk into the street without looking both ways, that means that you're ignoring at least one. And it was one of the easier ones, you know? So what, what are the, what's the effect of the harder lessons then? Are you learning anything from when you got fired or was it the boss's fault? You see, it's a really odd thing to think that small choices Small little finite choices can be such a dictator, can can offer such can offer such insight into how someone thinks about their entire life. The one thing my my girlfriend is a such better person than me in every way, but one way that really uh, that translated clearly was how she made the bed in the morning. She just made the bed. Didn't bat an eye. Didn't think twice about it. It wasn't a chore. It wasn't, it wasn't, it was as easy, as natural as it is for me to scratch my butt was as natural as it was for her to make the bed. And it was just a perfect example of, of one of life's simple lessons of preparation of tidiness, of cleanliness and organization. That once it's been built into a regular regimen, then it becomes second nature. I never walk into the street without looking both ways. <laughs> Ever. Not even one time. <laughs> like, if I, okay, maybe one time, but if I was doing it, I, if I had done it without looking up, I was probably with one, if not two or three people, and I trusted their judgment of leading into the street. So when I, what the theme of this episode particularly, I want to really dive into what it means to take on the responsibilities that we are required to accept. And why they are why not an optional thing <laughs> you know so so right off the bat there are so many choices that we get through through our lives that we um that we may take for granted but there are just so friggin many Every morning you have a choice of what time you wake up, what what you have for breakfast, whether you want to shower or not, whether you want to brush your teeth for three minutes or two minutes, whether you remember to brush your tongue, whether you want to take your vitamins. There's every, there's, I mean, our entire day, our entire world, everything that we do basically is just a series of choices. And in that series of choices, there are a a few things, a handful of things that we have to do. We have to pay our taxes, all right? We have to make sure that there's a roof over our heads. We got to make sure that there's, 
that there's food on the table. And after that, the choices you make are so completely up to you. They are so completely up to you. But I think a valuable choice to make is to is to have a, is to have an attention and to and to be be impressionable about how you affect the people around you whether you know them or not and i know we've all met people that after after the interaction you're honestly like in a in some way confused at how like why they were so attractive in 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 an energetic stance of like i just want to like we should be best friends let's go have a picnic or something i haven't had a picnic since i was 11 but let's i don't know let's go to a baseball game i don't even want you to to give me insight or wisdom but i just i just like your presence it's great that person gets that that person exudes that feeling because that person gets the gets that feeling from whomever they meet. There's a great I mean in this in this moment here's a great example, all right? I love you already. I don't know who you are or what what circumstance you're in or why you're listening to this podcast or what brought you to the page, but I swear on everything that I love you as a person. Having an awareness of the people that are around you and what you say to the people that are around you has such an incredible ripple effect. The person you meet who's overwhelmingly positive makes you feel like, like you want to be around them because they want to be around you. And it's just as easy to be that person if you sincerely want to be around people. If you sincerely can see how wonderful and great people are. Everyone's got flaws. Everyone can be an asshole. Everyone can be a prick. Everyone can be rude or can be unapologetic. But those typically are fleeting moments. For the most part, if you sincerely approach people with the perspective of, I love you like a brother, I love you like a sister, and if you needed something from me, I would give it to you, most of the time people are going to reciprocate some facet of that. It's one of the, it's the cheesiest thing, you know, you get what you give kind of idea, but it really is so true. And it's a lot of times those corny expressions get, get swept under the rug because they seem so cliche and cliche, not only cliche, but of course you get what you give, you know, you give a smile, you get a smile. It makes sense. But once you put it into practice, then it becomes truth. It becomes something that you don't just say, but you know. You know that the more positive 
I can be with the people that I interact with, the more positive I'll get out of these people. It's such a wonderful thing. There was a, I think about a week ago, uh, it was me and my girl were going and looking for a place to go get tacos. We're walking around the neighborhood. And, and we've had a really incredible couple of weeks as far as being able to talk openly about what we want the future to look like and uh, being open and receptive to new opportunities and new people and just kind of really having philosophical kind of conversations with each other, which is a, 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 an interesting and fun thing to do with, with someone who's not your, your wife yet, but a girlfriend. So either way, we've had a very kind of open week looking for opportunity, but not forcing anything. So we're out looking for somewhere to go get some tacos and we see this great little duplex and it's got a Timbers flag and a Portland flag. They're out on the patio. They've got a TV up on the patio and there's about five people out there. And we see there's a plaque on the side of the building. It says the Benson Manor. And one thing you should know about Portland is that we have a few speakeasies here and there. So I'm thinking, oh, this might be, this might be a speakeasy. I'm going to, let's do a little Google search. The Benson Manor. The Benson Manor comes up as a sports bar on Yelp and Facebook. Great. My girl is not, she's not convinced. She's like, I don't know. It looks like a residence. And so I, I like go up, the doors open, walk in, like knock, knock, nothing. Walk through the kitchen. They've got some chips. They've got some booze on the counter. They're out on the patio. I go to the patio door and open. And I say, uh, excuse me, hopefully, uh, this isn't my nightmare happening in this moment, but uh, if it is, I'll, I'll politely exit. But I just want to know, is this a sports bar or a house? And this older gentleman with white hair just looks at me and says, it's a house, man. It's a house. I was like, oh, my God. So now I'm on this stranger's porch. He said, but you know what? You can stay if you want. I said, at this point, and I'm so uncomfortable. I'm standing in this stranger's house. I'm young. I'm I'm not that light skinned. <laughs> and like I'm like I gotta get out. I'm sorry, man. My girlfriend's at the front door. I walk out. I get to my girlfriend, and I'm like, it's not a bar. Turns out I spoke briefly with uh, with the owner. His daughter had pranked him and put and put his address up as a bar because she always thought he had a sports bar looking house. So we, we, it was no harm, no foul. We all left with smiles. Me and my girl said, well, it was worth trying. Tracy got to laugh because why not? We walk around for about 15 more minutes. We decide, you know what? Let's go back to the house. We'll save some money. We won't, we won't go out tonight. We're on our way back. We walk past, we see Tracy once again up on the patio. He says, Hey, get up here. Let's watch the game. There's about five or six people up there. And I look at my girl, I'm like, we got to go. We got to go. She says, no, we can't go. I said, we got to go. He's insisting. I get to the front door. And at this point, I'm like, gosh, we can't do it. I'm like, I'm sorry, Trace. I don't know why I walked up here. I can't. He's like, come on in. So he came in. We go out to the porch. We have porters, Miller lights. We, We smoke a couple cigarettes, watch the Timbers game. These kinds of opportunities happened. 
because just as enthusiastic as I was to see if there's a new speakeasy and dive in and see like if this is a new low-key bar in Portland, oh my gosh, I'm going to love it. That enthusiasm of no matter what happens, it was worth at least finding out, met an energy of the same without the same intention, but looked at me with, hey man, nice to meet you. What are you doing in my house? <laughs> and, and he just and had the same kind of gravitas of, guess what? You know, we're both looking for a place to sit down. It's a, it's, what did I say, Sunday? It was either Sunday or Friday. Either way, it was a night that we had some time to sit down. And so that's just what, what we plan to do. And so me and my girlfriend sat outside with five people that we had never met before and watched the entire first half of the Timbers game. It was a great time. And you get those opportunities by not looking down when you cross the street. You can't be rude when you walk into someone's house unannounced and then expect to get a beer. But if you walk in with a smile and your heart open saying, I'm just here to find out what happens. Lo and behold, the host might say, hey, guess what happens? You get a beer in a soccer game. <laughs> and that can happen in so many different ways. I can't tell you how many times when, when you make a positive choice, as my dad would say, do the next right thing. Whenever you do the next right thing, good things start to happen. And you don't have to force them. That's the, that's the most unusual part is when... The, the hard part, you think the, the hard part is like making the positive thing happen. It's like, no, no, no. The hard part is just doing the right thing. Because you won't even see the good things coming at you. They're so out of left field that, you, that I literally cannot explain the kind of miracles that happen when you just establish a pattern of doing the next right thing, not only for yourself, but for, for the, your fellow person, it is a snowball effect. And it may not come in the form of, of riches, but it'll come in the form that you need. That's the most incredible thing. It'll come in the form that you need. When I left ma uh, restaurant management, I left it l losing and knowingly losing like 25% of my pay. But I left because I knew what I do, was doing wasn't right. And specifically in, in this case, I wasn't doing right by the person that I cared about most. I'd gotten the job that I wanted. As soon as I started in the restaurant business, all I wanted to do was be an upper management, that's assistant general manager or general manager, operations manager, something hands-off, working like that. And I, and I got there. But once I got there, I realized it wasn't the customer interaction that I wanted to escape with that position. It was the hours. It was the demand to be there. So I left because I was not doing right by my partner. She never got to see me. I was always working the evenings. So though I took the pay cut, it was 
the next right thing for me. And when I moved into the next position, it took a couple a couple months to get my groove. But then I found my groove because I had a lot of time on the road. And that road time turned into audiobooks and different meditation practices and different ways to grow myself. So out of that 25% pay cut, myself grew. I grew as a person. I, if I was going to quantify it, like, I don't know, four and a half times. <laughs> like, I, I, can't, I don't know the exact numbers on, on self-improvement, but excuse me. But I know however much it was, it was worth leaving. <laughs> it was worth leaving restaurant management for. So to kind of bring this back, uh, back to the, the beginning here and, and kind of readdress the idea of uh, adult responsibilities and, and the, the fact that they're not optional. They're not optional. And just because you have these responsibilities does not make you a victim. Everyone's got choices. We've all got choices whether we want to follow through and execute the things that we're supposed to do or whether we want to let them fall by the wayside. That's on us. But if we choose to not live up to those responsibilities, that is no one else's fault but the person that chooses not to do it. You cannot blame anyone else for not living up to your responsibilities. And some of these, you just got to do. You just got to bite the bullet and do. And the worst thing, the worst thing you can do if you if you can't accomplish a goal or don't live up to an expectation or a responsibility that you set for yourself is blame anyone else other than yourself there are very few times there are very few times that it is someone else's fault that you are in a position and it's a bizarre thing to really feel and to really recognize and to really see as a truth but I'm, but it is true. There are very, very, very few circumstances that a person is left in because of someone else's doing. Most of the time, it's, it's a product of your own doing. It's a product of a bunch of small, wrong choices. So just nut up <laughs> and try your best to do the next right thing. The next right thing is holding the door for somebody. The next right thing is looking both ways before you cross the street. The next right thing is waving the person into your lane instead of trying to floor it past them. The next right thing is, it can be the smallest or the biggest gesture, but you know when it happens. And you'll know when you ignore it too. And hopefully this podcast will, will implement just that little bit, that little resounding guilt. It's like, gosh, Johnny said I would ignore that. <sighs> All right, here's the quarter. You know, it's like, just like whatever it might be. If it's not an imposition, as long as you can stay safe, 
then by all means, do the next right thing. You you will benefit. You will see. You will see it back for you in ways you can't imagine. Because imagine because the 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 small gestures. A homeless person, if you give them a ten spot, a ten spot, instead of a dollar, that's ten times more than they would have expected from a dollar bill. Ten times more than they would have expected. Now imagine just someone with the same gesture for you. Like I said, it's it's not a riches thing. But there could be something that is ten times better than you expected. So let's all do our best part to, to make the world a better place this week. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate you tuning in every week to the Sunday Candy Radio Podcast. I'm having so much, so much fun recording this thing for y'all and for me and for us, whatever you want to say. But uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, if you want to get a hold of me, by all means, email into the podcast it's the sunday candy radio podcast at gmail.com again the sunday candy radio podcast at gmail.com please hit me up any questions comments concerns critiques whatever you got i'm available y'all have a good week have a blessed week and i'll talk to you on wednesday bye-bye